Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Hi. So today's case is crazy, okay? Oh. We are stepping out of Singapore and into Ooh. Malaysia, our okay. neighbors for this case. This story is about a woman named Mazna Ismail. Mm-hmm. Noor Mazna binti Ismail. Mm-hmm. So she's very famously known as Mona Fandi. Ooh. Yep. So okay. let me just like go to the beginning, okay? Okay. Um, Mo- Mazna Ismail. She was born in January first, nineteen fifty six. Ooh. She she's always, always, always wanted to be a pop star, a sensational mm-hmm. pop star. That was her dreams. Yeah. That was her goals. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she like started singing and dancing from a very, very young age, and mm. she was also doing water ballet. Oh, yeah. What's that? So it's just dancing underwater. Oh, and you don't wear like your full scuba gear attire, swimming yeah, suit. Yeah, no, you yeah. literally wear like a ballet costume, Damn. and you just ballet. That sounds so un- difficult. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like I heard ballet itself is hard. Like yeah, exactly. Ballet itself is already hard. Imagine yeah. doing it underwater. But that's just how like determined she was. Okay. Yeah. And so she was going about, you know, living her life, trying to be someone. Yeah. When she met a man named Muhammad Noor Afandi Abdul Rahman. Mm-hmm, okay. And he went to her and claimed that, Hi, Mazna, I am Afandi. I'm your biggest fan. Aww. Marry me. Oh, that, that escalated very quickly. He said, marry me and I will sponsor your your dream. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. So Mazna said, okay, sure. I mean, yeah, have my wedding. Yeah. Just, you know, I just want to be famous, that's all. Yeah. Just sponsor me. Yeah. And so they got married. After they got married, right? That is when Mazna changed her name to Mona Fendi. Is it like a stage name? Yeah, it's her stage name. Yeah. And also she got the Fendi from her husband's name because her mm-hmm. husband's name is Afandi. Oh, so it's like Fandi. Okay, so okay. that's how. And she liked the name Mona because it's yeah. easier than Mazna. Yeah, and it's yeah, much yeah. more like poppin', I guess. Mm, a bit more catchy, I guess. Yeah. And she and him together launched her pop star career. Mm-hmm. So they kind of like produced and launched an album named Diana. Oh, that's a pretty name. For the album, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, as Afandi said, he sponsored everything yeah and this this is good this is like a very good stepping stone for them yeah because this got her malaysia's attention she booked like tv shows um interviews and you know it's like a good stepping stone right yeah so she really started going yeah and unfortunately this did not last because after a while it just died off you know and so, she didn't like this life that they were living, you know, where it's mm-hmm. just like very dull and boring, where, you know, she can't be what she wants to be. I mean, I guess it takes time, right? Yeah, but she thought that, you know... Um, She'll skyrocket immediately. Yeah, she thought that uh. it was all up from there. She didn't expect it to like kind of dull down and die off. Well, sorry yeah. to, you know, burst your bubble, but, you know, that's not how you get famous. It yeah, ups, so... down, up, down. It's really upsetting for her. And okay. so she was just like, nah, I don't want this anymore. I don't want to be a pop star anymore. Aww. I just want money. I want... Fame. I want like yeah. a luxurious lifestyle. So that's so, what she really wanted. Yeah, that's what she really wanted, I guess, deep down. So 
Mona and Afandi, they sat down and they had a little conversation about how their life is going to be. Mm-hmm. And so they started talking and this is where Afandi suggested to his wife that, you know what, there's actually other ways that you can be rich mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. live a luxurious life. Like how? And he suggested Bomo. Bomo is basically, okay, if you Google, like, what Bomo means, right? Yeah. It's just going to say, like, a witch doctor. Uh-huh. So, you're like a... A witch doctor. A witch doctor. That I is, am so That in. is a very mistranslated meaning, okay? okay? Okay, So, it basically means, like, Malay shamans. They're very common in Indonesia, Malaysia, Bomo, uh-huh. this word. So, they're, like, shamans who, like, practice, like... Okay, there's... It's a very wide variety there's a wide variety of things that fit into this term yes I guess. Okay. so we go like healers yeah um herbalists uh-huh. so they do like medicine with just herbs uh-huh. and they believe in like elements of like you know the fire water oh okay, yeah okay. and so it can be literally anything right yeah but there's like different types of it mm-hmm. and the ones that are more commonly, I feel like, known to us yeah. Singaporeans, when we say the word BOMO, we automatically think of black magic, mm-hmm. dark magic, mm-hmm, as in like mm-hmm. forbidden magic, you know? Yeah. And we often like, what I heard growing up, right, when yeah. it comes to BOMO, it's always like, oh, if you want to do something bad to someone, yeah. then you go and find so out. So basically, you curse someone, you hex yeah. someone, okay, yeah. okay. Like, you know those voodoo dolls kind of yeah. stuff? That is yeah. what comes to my mind. But if you mm, just mm, mm. go into Wikipedia and look at Bomo, they usually tell you that they are witch doctors and that they, they, you know, heal um, or like ward off evil eyes, mm-hmm, ward mm-hmm. off evil spirits, and more of like the healing aspects but i mean maybe because i'm so close to malaysia yeah we hear things and the things that i hear are always like negative yeah Yeah. and it's exactly this case for this story because Mm -hmm. they ended up going into some deep dark black magic shit oh okay okay this is interesting that is what mona became a Uh bomo and so they started off you know um allegedly claiming that they have like many big actor actresses government officials of malaysia going to them mm-hmm. for for them to get more power and more money yeah so for it was never yeah it was never about healing yeah. you know um warding off evil spirits i mean spirits. the main point of yeah. her doing this she just wants money and yeah. fame she doesn't actually care yeah. about healing people yeah so it, so the way that she does bomo it's obviously to promise people power and money uh-huh. Yeah. It's like and a rebound so, of what she wanted. She yeah. wanted power and money. She was disappointed, so now she does it to other people. Yeah. Damn. And so that's why the people who come to her are like usually already high profile people uh-huh. and Muslims. Oh, and in Malay oh and no. in Malaysia the, the majority religion practice is Muslims, right? Yeah. And Muslims they don't dabble in dark. Yeah, not anything. At all. It's, yeah, they don't it's like haram. Yeah, it's haram. <laughs> so many like government officials will secretly come to her mm. and secretly do these kind of things because they just want to guarantee that they will have the power. Yeah. And they want more money. <laughs> more money, more honey. <laughs> And, I mean, she became rich. She she got exactly everything she wanted. She wow. had several mansions. She was a multi-millionaire. Damn! And she had, like, f- so many luxurious cars. Just from doing this, just from, you yeah. know, 
promising yeah. fame. So power. what she does is she gives them like talismans, charms, yeah, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and here comes the um Dato Maslan Idris, the guy who was murdered oh, no. by Mona Fendi, and the reason why this became such a huge. Um, breaking story. Okay, not okay, just in okay. Malaysia but everywhere. Uh-huh. Okay, the headlines is just read witchcraft. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I know witchcraft is a very very broad. It's a. I know now there's like TikTok trends of like witchcraft, <laughs> and this is not it. I feel like they're very different. But what I'm saying is the word witchcraft attracted yeah. people all over the world, like mm-hmm. all the way to like United States, where this. Just got freaking pop in this case. Okay. Because of this murder. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, let's get mm-hmm. to how the murder happened, right? So Maslan Idris is kind of like an assemblyman in his um, Malaysian state. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to, you know, um, rise. He wanted to rise to like the top of the top in politics. Yeah. And he was already a very up and coming politician at the time. You know, he mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. saw him, people yeah. liked him and people were voting for him. Okay, but he just okay. wanted to climb up and up and up and up. Uh-huh. And so he went to um, Mona Fendi because he heard all of this like talks about how she can give him exactly what she wanted, uh-huh. exactly what, what he wanted. He wanted. Yeah. And so she said that it would cost him two point five million ringgit Malaysian ringgit, uh-huh. which is about eight hundred and twenty thousand singapore dollars oh my god that is crazy yeah that is really that's really over the top yeah and so he was like okay you know what whatever you gotta pay what you gotta pay to get what you want Mm -hmm, and so they set up everything and she gave him a talisman filled with herbs so mm-hmm. this herbs is basically called tongkat. Uh-huh. And uh, other than that, she also gave him a songkok, which is the hat that Malay men wear to prayers, right? Yeah. So she gave him that, and that songkok was supposedly worn by a former Indonesian president. Ah, okay. Yeah, so she, she like said some stuff, and then yeah. she prepared all these items, and she gave it to him. And, you know, he said that, you know what, like, thank you, but like, how yeah. do I know that this will work? Yeah. I can't just give you like 2.5 million ringgit and yeah. then like and what she, if it yeah. doesn't work and so they came to an agreement where he would first give 500,000 um, Malaysian ringgit yeah. over to her and he would sign like 10 um, titles uh-huh. of land properties in her name ah okay and then later when it works and when he guarantees that you know like yeah you gave me the power yeah then he will take back all of the properties and yeah. give her the remaining cash ah okay 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 that's fine yeah and so they you know she gave all of the items and he gave all of the payment and then they just went their separate ways and then a few days later mona called him up and said like hey we need to come over to your house to do like a quick binding ritual to bind all of the stuff together yeah to you yeah and so he was like yeah sure come over to my house and uh-huh. so mona went with her husband and their assistant mm-hmm. the assistant's name was juraimi hassan okay and so the three of them went over to the house and then they put him on the like a bed like a table yeah a flat surface uh-huh. he lay down and you know they started unpacking all of their items and she had a handful of flowers and she said like okay um, just look straight when he's yeah. lying down so he's looking at the ceiling right yeah she said close your eyes and just 
feel the money falling on you. Mm-hmm. Catch it. Catch the money that's falling on you. Okay. She says this and she's throwing the flower petals on him. Uh-huh. Laying it on him, dropping it on him so he can like sensory, like feel yeah. the flower petals. And she's like just saying to him, feel the money falling. Catch yeah. the money. And so he's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm like ready mm. to catch some money. And yeah. then she looked over at her assistant, Jeremy. She nodded. Jeremy mm-hmm. proceeds to take out an X from his bag, walks over to Mazlan and severs oh his head. Oh my god. Chops his head off. Why? Why? That's what, the question. What the why? hell? That, that, why? Wow. Just why? We don't know why. Because here's the thing, right? What good comes from murdering him? Exactly. She doesn't get the money that she wanted. She yeah. doesn't get the remaining of the money. Yeah. And how... There's no motive right now. Yeah. They have no, like, revenge or anything against yeah. one another. She's just... Like, if they get caught, then her whole career is destroyed too. Exactly, right? Like, yeah. there's no motive at all. Yeah. So this is what yeah. Malaysians yeah. the wrong way. And so they proceeded to chop his entire body into 18 pieces... Mm-hmm. Packed it all up in a bag. And so they went into one of the many properties that M- Mona owned. Yeah. They went into the house, into the storage shed. Mm-hmm. And they dug a hole up below the storage shed. And they yeah. just dumped all of the body parts. And then they, you know, um, buried, it, it. Yeah, buried yeah. it. And then they just left on and lived their lives as per normal and wow damn okay mm-hmm. this is so this is so weird I'm like really confused like what's as, the motive yeah what's the motive and as soon as the next day came right Mona went shopping man she be wow. balling right now okay uh-huh. she went to get a Mercedes Benz like just casually wow. go shopping get a, a Mercedes Benz car and a facelift wow not your typical <laughs> shopping spree but yeah and then, um, yeah, he was, um, Mazlan was reported missing, but yeah. he's an adult. And there seemed to be no foul play at all. Yeah. So they didn't really, you know, make it such a big case. But he's still a politician though. Yeah, but he's an adult. He could have just like gone to back, gone to like USA for something. Because he okay. went to America to study, right? So yeah. he was living there for a while. Yeah. And then only he came back to pursue like... Well, can they track if he... Like took a flight out. I mean, don't yeah. they have like everyone's passport? Yeah. I'm sure they can check. But I right? think they weren't like really like looking hardcore into it. Oh, just but they were just priority. giving it some time, maybe okay, you know, yeah. because it's it's too soon to know anything. Okay, fair point. Yeah. yeah. And so while that was happening, she was just like going around living her regular schmegular life. Yeah. And doing like shopping and mm-hmm, continuing mm-hmm. with like other politicians and actors and actresses yeah and here comes just like i don't know i don't know i don't know how to describe this yeah but i'm just gonna tell you okay okay juraimi the assistant who chopped um maslan's head off yeah he actually was driving one day in the uh-huh. road at night high on drugs now, this uh-huh. is not America where drugs is like fine, whatever. Yeah, it's you, not you know? common, yeah. No, in Singapore and in Malaysia, drugs are like just completely illegal. Yeah. And they are just sentenced to like the worst of the worst, right? Yeah. And so he was driving recklessly and a police stopped him and they suspected that he was high on drugs. Yeah. And they wanted to call him in for just the drug charges. Yeah. But he being high as a yeah. freaking kite uh-huh. started saying like, 
I know why you stopped me. It's because I murdered that guy, isn't it? And he started like singing. Like he started saying everything about the murder, which no oh my one, god, no one knew that he was murdered. No one even thought. No one like, suspected it. Yeah. No one even suspected that he was murdered or missing. They just thought like, yeah. okay, maybe he just like went overseas for something because yeah. he lives in United States anyway. Yeah. yeah. And so the police were just like hell is he talking about like and so they brought him in custody and he spilled everything he just sang like a freaking flock of birds or whatever he (laughs) just said everything and on top of all of this the icing on top of the cake right he said let me bring you to the body will you reduce my sentence let me bring you to the body follow me oh my god this stupid guy and he brought them to the house to the storage shed Digged it up, and there you have it, the body of Maslan Idris. I'm just, like, amazed that he even did all of this. Like, what? Wow, wow, just wow. And so, um, the police immediately arrested Juraimi, and they also arrested Mona and Mona's husband, Afandi, mm-hmm. and then began this trial. Now, the trial was 63 long days, and Whoa. this trial is going to be the last trial in Malaysia to be a trial by jury because they completely take out the jury yeah because of this case wow yeah so now it's only i think um trial by judge no more jury in Malaysia oh okay okay yeah. during this entire point of trial right so usually when you see most trials right everyone who is standing in the trial they are yeah. usually like advised by the lawyers and the team like the Mm-mm-mm. Um, to like dress very normal, plain, mm-hmm. nothing extravagant, you, yeah, nothing extravagant, and they are also asked to put like their hair down in like a low ponytail. If yeah. you want to wear specs, wear your spectacles. Yeah. Don't do too much makeup. Just yeah. be really like down to earth, natural looking. Yeah. yeah. But ma look human. Look very human. But Mona Fendi, right? Yeah. She just like wore vibrant branded clothes that was wow. just um that does like not give red, the right impression red polka dots oh my god like and white polka dots freaking green mm-hmm. so some of the photos i saw like she she would literally stand and pose at the cameras wow and smile yeah so you know she shows absolutely no remorse whatsoever right yeah and here's the thing right at one point she even like stops and says to someone while walking when all the reporters are there Look, I have so many fans. Wow, she's a creepy. She's creepy. She's She's scary. Yeah, and so um, finally after like all of the um trial, yeah, after all of the like arguments and everything, obviously she was um, the entire jury um verdict that she was guilty. Uh huh. And you know. Um, the court asked if there's anything that Mona would like to say one last time to yeah. the court. Yeah. Not her like last dying words or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. But she said that, I'm very happy. Thank you to all the people of Malaysia. Wow. Um, what does that mean? Like, what does she mean? And this is again, just her... The, her behavior, right? Yeah. She has no remorse. She's not yeah. sad. She's not scared. She's not scared that she's gonna die. 
Maybe, do you think she was just like sick of her life? I mean, she seems a bit mental. Do you no, but she, she finally really just... got everything that she wanted. And she was yeah. living a good life. Maybe she just wanted that yeah. extra fame, you know? Get fame yeah. in a bad day, just kill someone, get all that fame and then she's just gonna die. I don't know, but she got punished with um, hung to death, being yeah. hung to death. And she tried to, you know, appeal while she was in jail, waiting yeah. for her sentence. And her appeal got rejected, so she tried to get like a pardon request. It also uh-huh. got rejected. And here's the thing, right? During the entire trial, right, there were just so many freaking rumours. Because the body, right, was not fully found. Yes, some parts of the body was found, but yeah. some parts were missing. And oh. this is when the, like, Malaysia went crazy with rumours that she ate the body part. She oh consumed it for power. Oh, that's so creepy. That's so weird. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That is so creepy. That's yeah. legit so creepy. Mm-hmm. And this is also one of the reasons why this is the last trial in Malaysia by jury because of just how big the rumours, how big the the media, like everyone had something to say about it. It was all over the newspapers, all over everywhere. And the jury yeah. was very heavily influenced by all of this that mm-hmm, they're hearing. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a very biased um, sentencing that they did. Yeah. So that's why the jury says that this... I mean, that's why the court says that it's not fair yeah. and there shouldn't be such biased um, <laughs> sentencing anymore. Yeah. Yep. And here's another thing why people really truly believed in the... She ate the body parts. Mm-hmm. When she was going to be hung to death, right, in November 2001 Mm -hmm. is when she was being hung to death. Before dying, her last words ever was, I will never die. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah. And so this is when people really, like, could not stop thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And they said, they thought that, you know, she ate all of the body parts and Mm -hmm. consumed it just so that she can have the power. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no motive at all, right? Exactly, yeah. I mean, during the whole trials, did they not ask for a motive? Yeah. So here's the thing. She doesn't get the money that she was promised by him. She acted like she was never at a trial. You know, she just came in, like, parading in her costumes, all big smiles, Mm -hmm. all fun and laughter. Mm -hmm. She was very nonchalant that her whole life was going to, like, end. Yeah. And this is where people think, like, she truly believed in black magic. She truly mm-hmm. believed in what she was doing. Yeah. And she believed that she had to kill that guy and consume him mm-hmm. for a higher power. Mm, yeah, like maybe, in the spiritual maybe. dark magic, yeah. or something. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I'm freaking scared right now. Yeah, this is really scary. Mm-hmm. There's actually a movie that came out in 2018 called uh-huh. Dukun. So Dukun means um, Bomo, black magic in Indonesia. Uh-huh. And the movie was actually released in 2006, but Malaysian government would not let it running theatres would not mm-hmm. let the movie be officially released to the public because yeah. it is exactly the entire story of Mona Fendi mm. it was everything it was more about the black magic and yeah. more about like just really in depth into the whole yeah. war situation right mm-hmm. they said that you can't run the movie because it's very disrespectful for the families involved mm-hmm. okay <clears throat> enough, but yeah. finally in 2018 right someone released an 
uncut version of the movie out yeah. into Facebook. Whoa. And uh-huh. so then the movie was like, hey, you know, it's already out there. At least let us make money out of it, right? Yeah. And so the government was like, okay, fine, since it's already out. Yeah. And also because everyone in Malaysia was like, they just really wanted to watch this movie because yeah, they want to know enough. what yeah. happened. They want to yeah, know yeah. what the hell happened with Mona Fendi. Like, yeah. what is this black magic that she's doing? Yeah. Yeah, and so finally in 2018, it got released, mm. and I wanted to watch the movie to get a better insight of this case, and so yeah. that I can be more like, yeah, more educated informed. on this, <laughs> yeah. but I watched the trailer, and I chickened out, like, no, that shit's scary, you know, it's scary, yeah. it's very gruesome and gory, and, and I, she's someone who watches horror movies, yeah, I mean, so, I never watch Asian horror movies, I Asian horror movies are like, a different breed of yeah, horror, okay, don't even yeah. try your Asian horror movies, just no, yeah, no, 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 no. I can do, like, American horror movies, because that's, American like, American horror is predictable, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah, that's, like, just jump scares and stuff, yeah, yeah, but when yeah, it comes yeah. to any, like, Thai, Indonesian, oh my God, no, forget about it, I'm not, no, Bro, I don't even want watch the trailers for that okay yeah. honestly so I watched the trailer for this movie Dukun because yeah. like I feel like okay I read the entire story how bad can the movie be exactly yeah but hell nah <laughs> I just watched the trailer and I'm like nope 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 <laughs> it's so scary so it literally yeah. like shows her like licking the blood off of her hands oh and God. like and so if you guys want like more information about this case like I would suggest going to watch the movie and let me know how the movie is. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's a huge yeah. case, yeah. Yeah, and mm. so again, this entire case, like, came back to life. Like, everyone yeah. started talking about it because of the movie release. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then... What a scary case. Yeah, I mean, it's really scary. It's very scary. I hope we can sleep at night <laughs> because I feel like it's so eerie. Imagine if she's still out there. It's very oh, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't mention how the movie ends, right, Dukun. Yeah. Yeah, I went yeah. to kind of read the movie, and yeah. it basically ends where once she was hung, spoiler right? Alert. <laughs> yep, spoiler alert. So how the movie ends, right, is yeah. that um she gets hanged to death yeah, by yeah. the pres- in the prison, yeah. and then her soul leaves her, and mm-hmm. her soul um goes into someone else. And then mm-hmm. that someone else suddenly starts, you know, practicing black magic and yeah. becomes like a bomo. Yeah. Yeah, and so the cycle continues. Wow, so she really just became immortal in the movie. Yeah. That's so creepy. Soul, yeah. So that's how the movie ends, but I don't know, do you really think that happens like that in real life? I honestly don't know. <laughs> do you believe in this? Do you believe in, like, <laughs> black magic? Me, like, personally, I kind of do. Like, it's scary, you know. Yeah. I just, yeah... Yeah, I mean, it's so scary, but still mm. so scary. It's very scary. Yeah, very, yeah. very eerie, very scary case. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think. I mean, I'm sure there are people who know more about this case, I feel. Yeah, it's, it was very big case. Very, yeah, very it was a case. very, very big case. So let us know in the comments if you know more information about this because I'm very interested to know more. Yeah. And also, if you watch the mo- movie Dukun, like, yeah. let me know what it's about because I'm never going to watch it. I'm too scared. I can't. I'm a chicken. <laughs> but um, if you do watch it, let us know how it is. And um, that's it, you guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Hope you guys get sleep at night. Yeah, oh my God. I, I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't know if I can either. Bye. Bye.